Good afternoon. Welcome in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint, coming to you live from the Lee Company studio here in Columbia. I'm Chris Young, joined as always by Maurice Patton, and we are glad to have you guys with us here on this Wednesday. Get a good show lined up, but know what's going on, man. Other than the fact that I'm not hearing you in my ear, I think everything's okay. Justin, can you hear us? Yes. Okay. All right. Fine. Then it doesn't matter because <laughs> Chris is loud enough that I can hear him with or without my earpiece. But, there we go. That's all. Yeah. That's all um, I need to know. Just. Okay, y'all both went. Y'all both went out there. We're getting there. Are we back now? Yep. There you are. All right. Not sure what happened, but the receiver turned off. We're back. I was like, I don't hear you now. What just mm-hmm. happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all good now. All right. Heather Williams coming up at 225-ish. We've got Terry McCormick's Top of the Hour Titans report at 3 o'clock. And we're going to talk to Allie Melnicki of Zen Sports Podcast, Nothing But Locks. That's all they talk about. They just give you the locks. That's all they give you, huh? That's all they give you. Nothing but locks. So we'll talk to Allie about Zen Sports and all the things that they're bringing to Tennessee in the sports book business. So looking forward to that as well. It'll be right after Terry. We've got a ton to talk about today. The Braves are playing. Are they winning? Did they win? Did they they did not win, but they did not lose. Oh, so extra innings, great. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Had a man in scoring position with nobody out. But hey, here we are. That being said, again, plenty to talk about. Wild and wacky Wednesday, the weirdest and wildest news from across the world. All of that coming your way. In just a moment. Until then, however, mm-hmm. we need to give you yesterday's results and today's schedule on the rundown. This is the rundown. Tuesday volleyball action. Sycamore defeated Cheatham County three to one. It was Battleground Academy defeating Columbia Academy three nothing. Providence Christian with a 3 nothing win over Franklin Road Academy. Gallatin, 3. Portland, nothing. Murfreesboro Central, 3. Giles County, nothing. Lawson, 3. John Overton, nothing. Lawrence County, 3. Tullahoma, nothing. Harford, 3. Lead Academy, nothing. Hey, Loretto, 3. Summertown, 1. 
Oakland three, Rockville nothing, Riverdale three, Blackman two, Spring no, Hill. Black with, I'm sorry, Riverdale three, Blackman nothing. I jumped ahead in the interest of time. <laughs> Spring Hill with a 3-2 win over Columbia Central, and we've got coverage of that on the website at MainStreetMurray.com, so go check that out. Pretty exciting stuff. Back to the shutouts. Valor Collegiate 3, Stratford nothing, Stewart's Creek 3, Warren County nothing, Middle Tennessee Christian 3, Webb School nothing, and White County 3, smart enough. Girls soccer action, Hendersonville and Beach played to a 1-1 draw. Siegel blanks Blackman 2-0, Station Camps 3-0 winners over Centennial. Cheatham County 9-0 over McEwen, Nashville Christian downs Clarksville Academy 3-1. Cumberland County edges Watertown 3-2 as DCA 4, Davidson Academy 2, Dixon County 9-0 winners over Kenwood. White House Heritage 9-1 over East Robertson, Fairview 3-1 over Sycamore, Father Ryan downs Brentwood Academy 2-0, while Franklin North Academy was a 5-0 winner over Providence Christian. St. Cecilia falls to Friendship 2-1, Independence a 4-1 winner over Gallatin. Columbia Academy and Giles County played to a 2-2 draw, while Good Pasture and Ezo Harding was a 9-0 in favor of Good Pasture. While White House was an 8 1 winner over Greenbrier. Also, Harpeth Hall shut out Grace Christian of Franklin 3 0. It was Hillsborough with a 5 2 win over Kane Ridge. Lead Academy 6, Independence Academy 1. John Overton 3, STEM Academy 1. Cookville and Lebanon played to a scoreless draw. Spring Hill and Lincoln County played to a 4 4 draw. Lipscomb Academy defeated Christ Presbyterian Academy 3 1. Lipscomb Nashville, it was Antioch 6, Nolan 4, the 7 1 win over Shelbyville. Richmond blanked Marshall County 2 0, and it was Rockville 4, Riverdale 1. Rossview with the 4 0 win over Clarksville. Clarksville Northeast and Springfield, a 4 4 deadlock. Stewart's Creek with a 1 0 win over Smyrna. Summit edged Innsworth 4 3. Tullahoma with a 3 0 win over Murfreesboro Central. Hume Fogg doubled up Valor Collegiate 2-1. It was West Creek 9, Henry County nothing. Glencliff 9, White's Creek nothing. And Wilson Central with a 1-0 win over Laverne. Major League Baseball action yesterday. Braves 9, Phillies 3, Twins shut out the Reds 7-0. Marlins edge the Mets 4-3. Cubs blowing out the Pirates 14-1. Brewers 7-3 winners over the Cardinals. And the Orioles down the Astros 9-5. Minor League Baseball action yesterday. The Sounds were a 5-4 winner over Jacksonville. In WNBA play, the New York Liberty win their opening series against the Washington Mystics. It took overtime, but they get the 90-85 win. And Dallas takes the series over Atlanta 101-74. Volleyball action today. Wilson Central is at Siegel at 630. And girls soccer action Battleground Academy is at Webb School at 5 p.m. In Major League Baseball action, the Phillies and the Braves are tied at four. Bonus baseball at Truist Park. Um, we're in the top of the tenth there. In the top of the ninth, Minnesota and the Reds are tied at three. Late also, Orioles and Orioles and Astros, one nothing Baltimore in the top of the fourth in that one. Other games of area interest, the Mets are at Miami. That's a 540 start today. Pittsburgh is at Wrigley Field against the Cubs at 640, and Milwaukee is at St. Louis at 645. At 635 at First Horizon Park, the Sounds host the Jumbo Shrimp of Jacksonville in the second game of a season-ending 
six-game series. And FYI, former Loretto standout, uh, former Tennessee Gatorade Player of the Year. Was he National Player of the Year? I believe he was. I think he was. I believe he was. And number seven draft pick, Ryan Weathers, will start for the Jumbo Shrimp Saturday. Make plans to attend. WNBA action tonight at 7 on ESPN. It's the Connecticut Sun at the Minnesota Lynx. And soccer back on the docket today as the National Soccer Club goes to Sporting Kansas City for 7.30 first touch tonight. That is your rundown. Story brought to you by our friends at Piggly Wiggly and Neely's Mill Shopping Center here in Columbia. Make sure to go by there as I did today for my lunch. What you get? Fried chicken, sweet potatoes, and turnip greens. It's kind of my go-to. It's that's, not a bad that's go-to. Really, that's really the go-to when I'm when I'm there. But they had they had hamburger steak. They had some other stuff. I was gonna get cobbler, but Mm-mm. The reason that I was at Piggly, or the reason that I got Piggly Wiggly lunch today is because Sarah actually went to Piggly Wiggly. I didn't go personally. Oh. I went to get a haircut. And she picked up, uh, thank you, thank you. She picked up food for lunch, but also picked up a strawberry cake for birthday purposes. Okay. So, what's your cake got to do with me? Well, that's, that's, why, <laughs> that's, that's why I didn't get cobbler. Because I'm already getting cake later. You're getting cake later? I know, I know, but that's why I didn't get cobbler. You're getting so. cake later? That's what I get. Doesn't mean you can't get cobbler now. I, look, I, again, I wasn't there. Oh, it and wasn't speak, my decision. Speaking of birthdays, not just my birthday tomorrow. No, I don't, I don't know about tomorrow. I'm talking about today. Ah, Teresa Walker's birthday. It's Teresa Walker's birthday. Queen T. It's also. The King of Columbia Academy, Pernell Knox's birthday. Really? Sir. Hey, happy birthday, PK. Happy birthday, PK. Tomorrow is not only my birthday, but it is also the birthday of this show. 2020. How convenient. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the only way I would have ever remembered it. <laughs> I can tell you. I would have never remembered the day we started the show if it had not been on my birthday. Understandably. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool that we've been doing this for, for such a long time. And thank you guys for paying attention to us. And for, getting to continue to. For, for the Yeah, for, for the time that you have been with us. Let's get into our top story as unfortunate news out of Loretto, Mo. Yeah, um, happened to be communicating with Loretto football coach Barry Daniel on something unrelated. But you were at... The Pegasus Cup game between Loretto and Summertown, the Mustangs won 35 nothing, first row team to win in that series. But Loretto would have much rather been the home team in that game because a field that looks to not be in great shape um, was costly as um, Carter Daniel sustained a knee injury that required surgery this morning to repair his um, his right ACL and meniscus, and the senior quarterback will be out for the remainder of the season. 
Yeah, the Summertown football field is primitive. Well, and you know. Because that's what it was not. It wasn't a football field. Never was. Never was intended to be a football field. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, they, they made the best of a bad situation from a football facility. You know, they, when they started that program, they played at least a year or maybe two at Lawrence County. Um, things are not going well at Truist Park. Um, they played at least a year, maybe two at Lawrence County before they were able to um, create a home field. And I don't, I don't know that it was ever necessarily meant to be a permanent situation or to be a situation for as long as it has been, but um, it, I, I, I don't know, you were there, you could probably speak to this better than I could, but um, at any rate, Carter Daniel, who is set to sign uh, later this fall a baseball scholarship with Union University over in Jackson, uh, will miss the remainder of the football season after undergoing knee surgery today. That's tough. They. Like I said, he walked off the field under his own power. Barry Daniel told me after the game that they felt confident that it wasn't anything serious, and unfortunately it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously you can't know until you get in there, but they were hopeful that his ability to walk was going to – Was a positive sign. Was a positive sign, sign mm -hmm. and it turns out that unfortunately he just couldn't quite uh, – Get through that without uh, without ending his season. And and you you hate that under any under any circumstance. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's it's unfortunate for sure, and I hate it for Carter because he he was you know returning the leader in Southern Middle Tennessee in passing, but, you know, don't, don't think that this is it for Loretta. They got, no, no, they, no. They've got plenty of, <laughs> they got plenty of options and they got quarterbacks that can throw it. And, uh, and so Mason, Mason Tidwell, you know, is the new QB one down there and he's, um, he's throwing it pretty well in, you know, in limited action this year and, and obviously got the start. I guess last week in their win over Lewis County, so he's he's capable, right. to say the least. No question, he's capable. And uh, you know. so, I mean, I think I, when you take a senior quarterback out of the mix, it's tough. But sure. uh, Loretto may be better equipped to deal with something like this than a lot of other folks. And like you said, Especially they've got enough the talent around him that can still make plays and take some pressure off of Mason Tidwell in that situation. So, you know, it's, I think it's tougher from a personal standpoint, especially when the coach is the quarterback's dad. Yeah. So it's, it's a little tough. It is in fact, Hey, we got a little bit of time here, Mo. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's, let's mention a story that let's do the two of us, just sort of glanced over. Well, I'm sitting here looking at the and, headline. But this may be the most unique thing I've ever heard in the history of college football. Yeah. Amanda Kristovich of Front Office Sports has penned an article headlined, 
the first official proposal for promotion relegation in college football. Bullet points. In the wake of Power Five Conference realignment, one group of five official proposed a three-tiered alliance of 24 FBS football teams. Football teams would be promoted or relegated at the end of each season and earn extra revenue for their schools. Let's see, what else have we got here? So Boise State AD Michael Walsh created mm -hmm. this proposal. It's the first formal proposal on the subject. An in-depth plan, as we as you mentioned, the 24 teams in the Pacific and Central time zones. No mountain time zone? No eastern time zone? Well, that's not surprising. But, well, okay. but look at all the schools that are in the eastern time zone. Yeah, but you're just talking about 24. You're just talking about the Mountain West some AAC and some pack and, and, and the two pack. Okay. All right. So he's okay. So he's talking strictly G5. He is. Well, he's talking, he's trying to, to, to have a power conference. That is the Pacific athletic conference. So right? the top tier of the, these three tiers is the pack would be the pack. Okay. Okay. The next 12 would be the Mountain West. Well, and it would change on a yearly basis, obviously. And this seems, again, this is not unprecedented. The European soccer leagues do it. Sure. Uh, but European soccer leagues don't have forced retirement as mm. college football does. <laughs> so. <laughs> So there's that. Of course, retirement. I never and, thought about it like that. Yeah. And, and and free transfers. You only get one of those. But I mean, your team gets rele relegated. Who's to stop you from being like, I'm not playing in that crap. Oh, Malik Cunningham on them. I'm not playing in that. So then they all transfer. Well, or you stick around and you try to bring your team back. I guess I don't know. And depending on how much, how long it is before your forced retirement, I guess. And he says that the Mountain West and Pac-12, as well as regional teams from the AAC, Conference USA, or WAC could participate. All other sports, including men's basketball, would remain in their current conferences in order to maximize the opportunity for NCAA postseason automatic qualifiers. The football tier would be a fifth power conference. The first football tier. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the top tier. Mm -hmm. And the other would basically be the G5 option. And they would get some you know, bonuses based on where they end up in the tier, revenue-wise. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, if it's possible, and I don't see why it wouldn't be, I mean, if, if conference realignment can happen as quickly as it happened this way, I don't know why technically you're just realigning every year. Yeah, and and I mean... Again, we've seen how quickly schedules can be adjusted. You know, games don't have to be scheduled seven years out. Games can be scheduled in a week. So certainly relegation and promotion is not an issue from think, a scheduling standpoint. I think the problem with relegation and promotion would be home and homes. You don't schedule. 
Well, I mean, uh, I, I'm saying like, and, and and I guess you may or may not get them in the SEC in the coming years. You may, you know, you, again, Texas, uh, Georgia has yet to go to Texas A&M, and they've been in the league for more than a decade. So, I I guess this seems like a a real possible solution, and if, I think it's a valid proposal. I don't know how many people will be open enough to it for it to be a possible solution necessarily, but but I think it's I think it's certainly something that is worth exploring. I don't think you just pitch it just now. That's ridiculous. I, I don't think that's the case at all for where you're at right now. There's so much else going on in it's, college athletics right now. Why not? The problem is, how do you get to 24 teams? Because right now you got 14. Well, I mean, the way you get to 24 teams is you're going to hurt somebody's feelings. And considering that Oregon State's and Washington State's feelings are already hurt, then what difference does it make? Yeah, because but, if you get to 24 teams and whoever 25 is, isn't going to be had. Well, getting getting to 24, you're going to have to you're going to have to go raid the AAC in the Conference USA. Well, you're going to have to go get New Mexico. You're going to have to go get, you know, whoever the Western. And, and you're going to wind AAC you're you're going to wind up with some teams that probably don't deserve to be there. Which maybe. is which is going to be again hurtful to somebody else. I mean, why them? Why not us? But it is an option. It is an opportunity and it would be, I think it would be something that G5 teams would certainly take a look at because it's an opportunity to get to a power conference. Mm -hmm. And all you got to do is be good. You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to wait on money. You get, you just got to be good. Go mm -hmm. win the conference and you're up. Yeah. Certainly interesting. Certainly interesting. Phillies six, Braves four, bottom of the tenth. Orlando Arcia is on second base. Ronald Acuna is at bat. All right. Well, we're going to take a break when we come back. NASCAR with Heather Williams right after this on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Custom Stone Handler supplies over 600 distributors and suppliers with quality stone products. Along with River Stone, we produce and distribute over 100 building, landscape, and other bulk products. Our goal is to provide quality products, service, and partnerships to ensure our customers' success. We firmly believe that the measure of any person or company is how they treat other people and customers. Give them a call at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mockingbird Title and Escrow is an attorney-owned and operated full-service title company in Middle Tennessee. We get your deals closed without worry and fuss. 
We're a family business that offers the highest level of expertise in our industry when it comes to closing and funding your real estate transactions. And it's it's a job I really love. Uh, I'm passionate about this. I'm enthusiastic about this. I like to think we're pretty well-rounded and can deal with a wide range of, of needs and a wide range of clients. Call 615-274-8698 today. With Lee Company Technology, the best handymen are hands-off. Lee Company Techs have been using visual findings and other smart technology tools for years to add transparency and virtually take customers along. You see what we see whether we're in a crawl space or on a roof. With Lee Company, technology helps us help you, no matter what's happening in the world or at your house. You can't see the sights without the sounds. From the crack of the bat to the roar of the crowd and everything in between, discover what Hit City has to offer. Spend your nights cheering on the Nashville sounds at First Horizon Park with giveaways, fireworks shows, theme weekends, and more. Single game tickets are on sale now. Visit NashvilleSounds.com to claim your seat today. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily, as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the Pig. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service, and our ortho-quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao and Mo Patton here with you on this wild and wacky Wednesday, the weirdest and wildest news from across the world set to come your way here in just a moment. But first... We talk a little NASCAR and the playoffs. Round number two getting underway after a fun weekend at Bristol. Heather, how are you? Do you think it's a coincidence that NASCAR and Weird and Wacky Wednesday are always the same day? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Completely by design. Me neither. Uh, Bristol was great. I mean, if you're a Debbie Hamlin fan, it was pretty much as perfect a weekend as you could have from – the way that he raced, the Bubba getting into the playoffs, to the comments he made to the crowd after the race. Uh, incredibly entertaining kind of old Bristol feel to it. I thought it was the best Bristol race we've had since the next gen got there. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think that's completely fair. Um, track position was still at a premium, but there was still, you know, some changing of, of positions, some pitch strategies, some some uh, some passing going on. Uh, there's still a lot of work to be done on the short track program, but you're right. It was definitely maybe the best short track race that we've had. I mean, throw out the hell melon at, at Martinsville because that skews a yeah. lot of people's opinion, but uh, that race itself wasn't that great until that happened. Um, yeah, I would probably agree with you. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I, I was sad that I didn't get a chance to go. I'm going to make sure that I keep my calendar open in the future uh, as 
somehow, some way, we have been invited to apply for credentials. We've not been given them. I think you should have applied just to see how it worked. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean at least you know you had a shot as opposed yeah. to UT football. My I know, I know, I know some people. I can probably make sure that they my have. problem was I didn't want to get them and then be like, oh, I can't go. And they'd be like, well, if you can't go, then I'm not going to give you them anymore. So that was my that was my concern was don't I knew I couldn't go. So but yeah, um, let's talk a little bit about the playoffs. Obviously, you know, Bubba sneaks in in in, in place number 12, which is. So you're saying there's a chance, certainly to the chagrin of of some. If but you listen to the crowd at, at Bristol, certainly to the chagrin of many. Everyone um, there. Yeah, they were not happy. But it was a, it was a heck of a job by him to, 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 to get into the, to the second round. Well, and at the end of the race, that car was almost impossible for him to drive physically. He was just exhausted afterwards, and you could hear him on the radio just really fighting the car and just, you know, trying to basically will himself into the playoffs. It was – it was pretty close. I think it ended up being like four points that he got in by. So every position was just at a premium. And it just really, you know, Bubba takes a bad rap sometimes, but it just shows just how how tough and how um, driven he is to, to make this happen at 2311. And, you know, just everything that, that Michael, who was at the race, and, and Denny Hamlin have done uh, to get that organization to be a championship organization that have both cars in the round of 12 in the third years of, of its existence and more importantly unlike track house which not taking any way from, anything away from track house and what they've done because it's it's very impressive but there was nothing at 2311 the you know, track house took over basically bought an existing organization now they were to, to transition to the next gen all that kind of stuff so they had to build a lot from the ground up too but i mean three years ago Three and a half years ago, there wasn't even a building for 2311. There wasn't an employee. There wasn't a car. Nothing. So um, it's been really impressive what they've been able to do. Talk a little bit about, you know, obviously get this time of year. You start to get into silly season with with drivers changing and and whatnot. And and I know it's the truck series, but Matt Benedetto and Rackley Roofing, Rackley War, uh, parting ways seems really odd to me, as talented as that guy is. Well, I believe that Matt's already told them he wasn't coming back next year. Um, and I don't know what happened yesterday, basically, that made them decide that they weren't going to let him finish out the season. I don't know if they have a couple of drivers they maybe want to audition for this role for next year or, you know, what it is, but um, that was odd that they weren't going to at least let him finish out the season uh, because they've had, you know, the best season for both of them, really. Um, so I was I was surprised to see that, but um, he already told them he wasn't coming back, so, you know, I think that it was probably just a business decision for them to start working on next year. And... What would NASCAR be without some drama? Uh, Boring. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't. This is this is drama. I don't want to talk about, but we do need to mention Sherry Pollux, who passed away after a valiant, near decade long fight with cancer. Uh, 
just a, a wonderful human being, obviously uh, founded the Catwalk for a Cause, um, raised more than $4 million in, in fighting childhood cancer, just a, a wonderful human being and was Martin Truex Jr.'s partner. And Danica Patrick has been let go from her uh, position at Sky Sports after some unfortunate comments were made post uh, Pollux's passing. And I just, what, what's the purpose of doing that? I mean, what, what, what's the deal? You know, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it did not, I don't think that it ended very well between them, just based on his statement, based on kind of what has gone on since then. So maybe there was just some built-up frustration and, and, you know, Sherry, I'm sure that they were friendly, maybe even friends, um, Sherry and Danica, and maybe Danica was just dealing with her grief the way, the best way she knew how, um, which, you know, obviously was not the best way to do it. You know, sometimes when we're, when we're dealing with those things, we lash out at people that necessarily don't need to be taking those, those strays, but it's how we deal with our grief. So, I mean, I want to give Danica a little bit of the benefit of the doubt there in, in that regard. Um, you know, the business between Sherry and, and Martin is, but was, was between Sherry and Martin. It didn't need to, it doesn't need to be out there in the public. And I think in her heart, Danica probably knows that. But my guess is that there was more to it than just that, that it was probably just her, her trying to deal with her grief and not doing a very good job of doing that appropriately. Gotcha. Well, talk about Texas. It's a, this is an interesting one because obviously it's the first race in a, in the, in this round of the playoffs and it's it it kind of gets relegated <laughs> it's on it's on usa network i mean there's just well the bristol race was on usa not it, very many races are on nbc this time of year just because of football. right because it's of football to, to get that to get that time in the nbc slot uh because of because of that but um you know it's going to be wild you know the next gen performs a lot better on the mile and a half than it does a lot of other places. Last year's race was crazy. I talked to Brad Keselowski today. He talked about how um, there were probably far more cautions last year than there should have been. Like, it was wild last year. And they only go there once a year now. So it also will be the first time they've been at Texas this year. So there's no notebook, really. There's no point of reference as to how the changes in the car this year will work at Texas. Um when I was talking to my crew chief friend, truck series crew chief friend, his driver in the truck series also drives in the Xfinity series. And he says that they've been living in the simulator this week, just trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what to do at Texas. And I'm sure the same is true on the cup series level. So um, I think it'll be a really entertaining race because most of the mile and a half race tracks are really entertaining. Well, before we let you go, do we need to kind of recap who did make the cut? We can. Uh, let's let, if, if you want to go through the playoff standings, the, the, the bottom four is probably where we need to go. And that's Ross Chastain, Brad, Brad Keselowski, Ryan Blaney, and Bubba Wallace are 9 through 12. They are now on the bubble. As three races from now, they will be cut to eight. 
where William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Chris Buescher, Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell, and Tyler Reddick currently sit. Um, and I think the interesting thing about this round is Talladega and the fact that there are some drivers on the bubble who are really good at Talladega. So there is a chance that one of those drivers could very easily, quote-unquote, steal a spot in the round of eight. Uh, you know, when you look at a Bubba Wallace, for instance, or a Ryan Blaney, I mean, those guys are, are really good at Talladega. Yeah, and what's interesting about, you know, is they're so close in points. I mean, Bubba's 14 points behind, which is in- incredibly close, but Ross and Brad minus three, and Blaney might just minus six. So, I mean, it's anybody. When you get when you talk about Talladega, finishing is paramount. But anybody well, can all finish. four of those guys, all the four of those guys below the cut line are all former Talladega winners. Right. So I mean, it, you just get, if you finish, you've won half the battle at Talladega. That's that's yeah. that's the truth. And you know, it, if there's any doubt of how fast a points leader's league can evaporate, see Mike Martin Truex last round. Because he darn near didn't make the cutoff, and he was the points leader and had all those bonus points. So um, nobody is safe at all. Nobody at all. Before we let you go, Bob Pockress reporting that uh, last week that the Clash at the Coliseum will return February 4th. Yeah, the Clash is coming back to, to the Coliseum. The Concrete is coming back to the Bristol Spring Race. Um, those were kind of the two... Um, forgot about that. Yeah, the two things that and were Not that it happened, just that we haven't talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are the two, kind of the two announcements that happened over the weekend or early this week. Uh, you know, a lot of people are, are happy about Bristol. A lot of people not so happy about the Coliseum. Uh, but I think with the Coliseum specifically, since you asked about that one, uh, NASCAR wants to be in the, in the L.A. market. And until they find a better way to get to the L.A. market, an actual racetrack, or maybe a street course race there or something like that, I would expect that the Coliseum would, would stay for a while. That makes sense. I mean, it's a, it's a great market. You need to be in it if you're in television, period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, the L.A. market is vital for, for live, live television and live sports, and it, it's a huge deal. So absolutely. Heather? Appreciate it as always. Look forward to talking with you next week as we get ready for Talladega and recap Texas. Enjoy, and we will see you then. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's been fun. All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Braves. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn Joint. Back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. With Lee Company Technology, the best handymen are hands-off. Lee Company Techs have been using visual findings and other smart technology tools for years to add transparency and virtually take customers along. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on a roof. With Lee Company, technology helps us help you. 
no matter what's happening in the world or at your house. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Mockingbird Title and Escrow is an attorney-owned and operated full-service title company in Middle Tennessee. We get your deals closed without worry and fuss. We're a family business that offers the highest level of expertise in our industry when it comes to closing and funding your real estate transactions. And it's it's a job I really love. Uh, I'm passionate about this. I'm enthusiastic about this. I like to think we're pretty well-rounded and can deal with a wide range of, of needs and a wide range of clients. Call 615-274-8698 today. You can't see the sights without the sounds. From the crack of the bat to the roar of the crowd and everything in between, discover what Hit City has to offer. Spend your nights cheering on the Nashville sounds at First Horizon Park with giveaways, fireworks shows, theme weekends, and more. Single game tickets are on sale now. Visit NashvilleSounds.com to claim your seat today. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service and our ortho quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. November 20th, 2003, Marcus Giles' fourth inning solo homer off Florida's Brad Penny was the 20th of the season for the Atlanta second baseman, making him the sixth Braves player to reset plateau, a number that tied a National League record. Giles joined Javi Lopez, Gary Sheffield, Andrew Jones, Chipper Jones, and Benny Castillo with 20 bombs, tying the mark set by the 1965 Milwaukee Braves with Eddie Matthews, Hank Aaron, Joe Torre, Felipe Alou, Mac Jones, and Gene Oliver. Unfortunately, Giles' homer and others by Sheffield and Lopez weren't enough to prevent a 6-5 loss to the Marlins. That was this day in Braves history. 6-5, you say? 6-5. Seems to be popular. 6-5 six, six, in nine innings yeah, wow. as opposed to 6-5 in ten innings, which was the final today as the Phillies took what, two of three they did from the Braves, who have suddenly lost five of their five last six. six. Yeah, yeah. But um, speaking of Homer hitting second baseman and records, the Braves have four players with 35 or more homers this year, Ronald Acuna Jr., Matt Olson, Marcel Ozuna, and Austin Riley. No other major league team ever has had more than three. Hmm. Ozzie Albies has 31 with 10 games left. Insanity. So, 
This offense is the Braves enough, are the, the Braves are the first major league team to have four players with thirty five plus homers and could have five. I mean, folks are starting to talk about this offense in the manner it should be talked about. Finally. Yet the Braves lose today on a day where Kyle Schwarber, Trey Turner, and Bryce Harper are 0 for 11 combined. Because, combined as, because as you were saying off air, blank. New Castellanos. Castellanos, yes. I mean, two home runs for the guy. Throws out the winning run at home plate on a foul ball tag up situation, which I, I don't, I, I don't necessarily blame the tag up there. I, I don't, I, I don't hate it. No, I don't hate it. Sometimes you got to ch- take a chance. Sometimes you got to make them make a play. And, and he did. Sometimes they make a play. So. I mean, had to turn all the way around to make the throw, and the throw was just good enough. wasn't perfect. It was just good enough to get the out at home plate, and Braves lose in 10 innings because they load up the bases by walking Alex Bone, uh, Trey Turner and Bryce Harper on the base pass. They and uh, pitched to, pitch to, to Bryson Stott. Bryce Stott, who had walked, grounded out, grounded out, grounded out, and then doubled to score two runs. <laughs> so, I mean, sometimes it just happens. It is sometimes it, is. it just happens. And, and I don't know that there is another game that it just happens like it does in baseball. No. But more than anything, the Braves lost because Bryce Elder was not very good today. Well, again, five walks, which was a season high for him. Five in, walks, no strikeouts. In three and two-thirds. In three and two-thirds, his ERA is still 3.6 because he was so good at the beginning of the year. But he's not been good no, for a while. Of late. His, Which was why when we were talking about that fourth starter yesterday – well, he was good against Pittsburgh, but that's Pittsburgh. No, okay. Oh, and very good against – okay, maybe – hold on. Maybe I'm getting silly here. Against the Dodgers, he went six, gave up five runs, one earned one earned run, five hits, walked four, struck out four. Hmm. I mean, so maybe – maybe calm down. I don't know. Gave up four earned runs against the Marlins, but that was – that was right after – he was the first person to pitch after we clinched. So you texted me not getting crazy about Bryce Elder getting rocked today and then, you know, again today getting rocked again. Not necessarily rocked, just not being he able just, to find the strike zone. And, yeah. you know, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what happened today. If Bryce Elder can't find the strike zone, the Braves have options. They'll have Kyle Wright, more than likely, at least in the DS, and they'll have Uncle Jesse. Jesse Chavez, who was perfect today uh, in his first trip back to the big leagues post. uh, Jesse Chavez threw 25 pitches. 
and covered two and a third innings. One hit, one walk, no runs. You can't ask for more. By the way, AJ Minter, who gave up everything, who gave up the double in the tenth, four walks. One of them was at least one of them was, was intentional. intentional. Okay, all right, but My bad. but <laughs> coming into today, AJ Minter had uh, had not given a sing had got given up a hit in seven appearances in September. Had not given up a run or earned run since August 31st. Well, I mean, he only gave up one hit and, today. But he had he was he actually doubled his uh, his walks for the month today. He had four. Well, one of them was intentional. So. Uh, but in seven games, he gave up. He had 15 strikeouts, four walks, no runs, and in seven innings or seven uh, appearances. It just happens sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he was due to give up a hit. <laughs> it just happens. So, look, I also think that a lot of a lot is happening right now with the Braves. I think I think they probably have a little bit of just bad momentum in heading their way. And so I'm I'm not stressing, but I sure would like to not lose the number one overall seat. Yeah, yeah, I, I would like to not lose that as well. But to that end, as a certain NFL coach would say, on to Washington. And typically, the Nationals are good for what ails the Braves, and we got four of them. We got four of them babies. Well, we got four there, and then we got three of them to finish home. up. So seven of the last ten games are against the Nationals. That's that's that feels promising. good. That feels good. That's that's a nice silver lining in this current. And if you cloud. win, and if you win five, you can lose all the rest of them, and you still have the number one seed. You could get swept by the Cubs as long as you win five of the seven against the Nationals. Now, if we get swept by the Cubs, I will probably throw things. We're not getting swept by the Cubs at Truist Park, okay. where it's just a deal. Yeah, I, 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 I guarantee you, we're not getting swept. Yeah, by the Cubs. you're right. <laughs> That's not. We're not happening. getting swept by the Cubs. So uh, look, and and Mr. Mallory Pugh. No. Sorry, no. So I, I you know, I'm just. I, I'm just throwing this out there that the Braves are fine. Let's not get crazy, but remain calm. All is well. Because here's the thing, and we haven't talked about it yet. Ronald Acuna Jr., 39 homers, 100 RBIs. He's got 67 steals. Is that right? Yes. So he 47 is going to happen. He's got 205. Hits, I think, which leads Major League Baseball. I want to say, and this may be this may be the uh, completely wrong. I may be that never happens. But twenty six hits per game. 
I don't think a leadoff hitter has ever hit 40 home runs in a season. Hmm. And the reason I say that is because it was one of the things that people were touting about Mookie going into the Braves series when they were trying to make mm-hmm. him the MVP. They were saying that he was going to hit 40 home runs this year and no leadoff hitter had ever done that because they were trying to get – trying to equal Ronnie's nobody's ever done mm-hmm. the stolen base thing. Mm-hmm. Well, now Ronnie's going to do it. And he may do it before Mookie. I mean, Mookie doesn't do it today. Ronnie's got a chance to do it tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, so, so at this point in the race, and I've got the numbers. Do you want to hear them? Yeah, yeah. Ronald Acuna Jr. slashing 356, 411, and 733. Do you understand what I just said? He's slugging 733 slugging. In the month, uh, since, since the series, by the way, since the, the Dodger series. 11 home runs, 26 RBIs, 25 runs scored. Mookie Betts slashing 316, 443, 544. Five home runs, 14 RBIs. Safe to say Mookie found his level. You know, he had that super great August, and we talked about it. This is normal Mookie, which is still great. Sure. But, and, and I mean, again, I don't want to speak badly of Mookie. No. But when you laid his season down next to Ronald Acuna Jr.'s season, I just think what Ron Lacuna has done this year is more MVP worthy. And I don't think there's any, any anybody who can argue that it's not worthy. It was a lot closer five days ago. Mm-hmm. Today it's not. Today... It's it's not even remotely close, Mo. The only thing that Mookie Betts leads in is war, which is 0.2 points higher. And from what I understand, that's basically even. That's too close to really under to, to really tell. And he has three three additional RBIs. That's it. They have the same number of home runs, the same exact slugging percentage, and Ronald Acuna leads in everything else. Hits, stolen bases, batting average, on-base percentage, OPS, OPS+, plus, which accounts for as uh, – what's, what's Dallas' name? Not Britt. Uh, the guy from that was with 24-7 Sports for so long. The Pirates fan. Dallas Jackson? Jackson. So Dallas Jackson asked, he said, you know, what what is the how do we know what incorporates, you know, the fact that Mookie plays in LA and Ronald plays in a launching pad at in Atlanta. Well OPS plus attributes for 
where you play, home and away. Because Mookie gets to play a lot more in Colorado than Ronald does. And Ronald still leads in that as well. So, folks, I'm not saying it's a runaway because I do think it's a very close race. But there's no argument right now for me. Okay. This was way harder to find than it, it needed to be. <laughs> but Sarah Langs at Langs? Langs on Sports tweeted back on August 27th, yeah, August 27th, that Mookie Betts' 35 homers are tied for the seven most out of the leadoff spot in a season, behind only. So, and to your point, no one has ever hit 40 home runs okay. while batting leadoff in a season. I'm glad that I, that I read that and remembered it correctly. I thought I had, but... So, George Springer in 2019 and Alfonso Soriano in 20, 2006, each at 39. Schwarber last year, Schwarber doesn't count because he's not a leadoff hitter. He's just the first guy that Philadelphia sends to the plate. <laughs> that's, that's, probably, that's very accurate. Um, Schwarber in 22 and Soriano in 02, each hit 38. Um, Francisco Lindor hit 37 in 2018, and Charlie Blackman hit 37 in 2017. So Acuna is the does, – does Mookie have 39? So Mookie and Acuna are the third and fourth leadoff hitters to hit 39 home runs in a season. But no one's ever gotten spot. over the edge. But no one has hit 40. So. Well, I, I, I mean, safe bet, as Zen Sports is coming up, safe bet that those two are both going to hit it. <laughs> Most, Nicely done. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd put some money on that. Probably would have put money on it in the beginning, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, this is – and here's the thing. This offense, as you can see, as evidenced by – 100 down, RBIs. Yeah, well, I mean, they were down 4 to nothing today. Yeah, down 4 nothing. Had every opportunity to win this game and 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 I'm just I'm not I'm not stressing it. Uh, a really good play. You know, obviously sends the game to extra innings, so yeah. Tough tough loss today at 6 to 5, but again, on to Washington. On to Washington we go. We march at dawn. <laughs> Or actually, probably around 7 p.m. Something like that. <laughs> it's my guess. They're going to go home, shower, pack, and get up to Washington for tomorrow. So I would say they're probably already packed. They're probably going to fly out and get into Washington before the end of the night. Probably eat up there, chill, go tour, you know, check out the monuments, that kind of thing. Wow. Let's <laughs> let's take a break. When we come back, it is the top of the hour Titans report with Terry McCormick. So stick around here on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be back in just a moment.
Since 1975, Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint Clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of Middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk-in clinic, OrthoQuick, helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at mtbj.net or on social media at Mid-Tennessee Bone Joint Clinic. No, that does not mean that William Contreras is going to be on the show. <laughs> no wild bill no, cut no, ends. No, no wild bill here, but that's, we, that's unfortunate. It is, it is. But we do have the Titan Insider Daily Report from Terry McCormick, powered by Zen Sports. Terry, what's up, man? Well, Titans just got off the practice field, and there's good news. They got Amani Hooker and Christian Fulton back on the field today after both of them missed uh, Sunday's win over the Chargers. Bad news, still no Peter Skaronsky, and Mike Brable pretty much ruled him out already for this week uh, with that appendectomy. Also, uh, not at practice or not during the open portion, uh, nose tackle Tier Tart, cornerback Anthony Kendall, who is a special teamer, and also... Harold Landry went inside after stretch. So um, not a long injury list for the Titans, but uh, certainly worth monitoring with Landry and Tart uh, as key pieces of the defense. No question, Terry, as obviously this team is capable of dealing with some injuries. They've only been doing it for three years now. But you don't like to see your big guy in the middle uh, on the injury report because he kind of makes that defense go, especially when you've got you know you, you've got Jeffrey Simmons there. If Tyre Tart can can draw those uh, draw double teams away or keep folks from double teaming Big Jeff, it does make a difference. So need to see Tyre Tart back. Any news or updates on uh, Tajay Spears and if they include or expect to include him more in this week's offense? Well, I think he's certainly uh, made a role for himself on this offense as a compliment to Derrick Henry. This is, if you want to put it in superhero terms, this is the first time that Batman's had a real Robin to uh, go with him there. Uh, you know, he's had uh, a few pretenders over the years, but this is the first time that he's had a true sidekick that uh, can help take the load off and be a true three-down back in this offense. Yeah, you know, Terry, I'm, I'm going to cut you off because Deontay Foreman was not bad. I thought he, uh, yeah, I thought he, he had the Yeah, but he, was, he really didn't do much until he was signed basically when Henry was out. So he yeah. was kind of the, uh, the fill-in guy. That was sort of like, uh, I don't know, Green Lantern coming over into Gotham City and doing a few things, you know? <laughs> yeah, he, he was more of the, he was more of the Batman Jr. But, but I think, I think there was opportunity for him to be Robin once mm, Derek got back. But absolutely. That's, that's, that's rehashing old stuff. Yeah. Terry, um, what is the mood as the Titans approach Cleveland from the standpoint that they signed Kareem Hunt this morning following the injury to Nick Chubb? 
Well, I think the big thing is that, you know, Kareem Hunt knows the Browns system. He's been there the last four years. Uh, it's a situation where obviously Nick Chubb's presence and his impact is going to be felt on the Browns side. But the Titans, having watched what uh, Jerome Ford did uh, once Chubb went down uh, Monday night against the Steelers, they're still expecting the Browns to run a lot of the same type of offense. They're not going to go away from their identity and who they are uh, just because Nick Chubb is not available to them. So I think they're expecting the Browns to try to have uh, run, you know, running uh plays and the offense the same as it would be and then Deshaun Watson making some plays off of play action is what they're hoping for uh you know that certainly didn't work out uh, Monday night in Pittsburgh Watson kind of struggled in certain situations and the Titans have to hope that their pass rush is good enough to continue that uh, over on the other side of the ball you got to be concerned with the Browns pass rush led by Miles Garrett especially behind the Titans offensive line that's still sort of feeling its way around and, again, won't have Peter Skaronsky this week. Yeah, not exactly a perfect situation, but looking forward to Sunday and we're looking forward to tomorrow and your Titans report. Jerry, tell us a little bit about Zen Sports. All righty, let's do that. Zen Sports, changing the betting Bonus game for the better. Zen Sports is the new sports book in Tennessee, revolutionizing the way you earn sports betting rewards. With Zen Sports, your rewards are cash rewards. You bet with real money, and now you're rewarded with it too. Earn a whopping 5% cash back welcome bonus for your first 15 days when you sign up with code MAINSTREET, M-A-I-N-S-T. Keep betting and keep earning every month after that with up to 3% cash back Rewards on your betting volume, and best of all, earn cash commission on your referral bets with Zen Sports Referral Rewards Program. Zen Sports, betting just got better. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 and older and in Tennessee to bet. have a dragon here. I saw it. What? But no, they don't. There's no such thing as dragons. I swear, I saw it. It had huge claws. Get out of here. It had eyes as big as the moon. Come on, I'll show you. Wait up. up. <gasps> See that? We're almost there. Whoa! I told you so. That is a dragon. Tired of hanging lights every year? We get it. That's why Southern Nights is here to help. We install programmable lighting on your home or business so you can enjoy beautiful, customizable lighting all year round. No more ladders, tangled lights, or cold nights outside. We do the work. You do the celebrating. Call Southern Nights today and take the hassle out of holiday lighting forever. For a free quote, give us a call at 931-241-3074 or visit our Facebook page at Southern Nights. There is nothing better than drinking an ice-cold beverage while taking in a Nashville Sounds baseball game. Hi, I'm Stephanie Miller with Mornings on Main Street. The Nashville Sounds and Main Street Media Television have teamed up to promote Sunday Family Fun Day here at First Horizon Park each Sunday home game. Just go to your favorite Main Street Media website and click on Sounds Main Street Media Day banner to register to win free tickets. And then we'll see you here at the ballpark.
Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We are live from the Lee Company studio here in Columbia. Glad to have you guys with us as we continue talking a little bit about Zen Sports. Thanks to Terry for our daily Titans update, of course, powered by our friends at Zen Sports. But we have a special guest today, Mo, who is going to join us and tell us, one, a little bit more about Zen Sports as a whole, but also is the co-host or host of her own podcast on the Zen Sports Podcast Network, Allie Melnicki. Allie, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing today? Doing well, Allie. Appreciate you taking some time with us. So um, give us a little bit more insight on Zen Sports and what it is you do with them. Sure. I'm the marketing manager. And like you said before, I also uh, co-host a podcast, Nothing But Locks, that we, me and my co-worker, Robert Kowalski, record once a week. Uh, and Zen Sports, we're the new sports book in Tennessee. We just launched back in June. We're really enjoying our time in Tennessee. We're really happy with how the launch is going. And Terry said it before, we're revolutionizing the cashback rewards program. We give you cashback loyalty bonuses every month. It's real cashback. It's not like the other sports books that give you free bets that you can't withdraw or some other kind of gimmick. We give you real cash. And we also have a great welcome bonus when you sign up with Zen Sports. If you use the code MAINSTREET, M-A-I-N-S-T, you can get up to 5% unlimited cashback on your first 15 days on the app. Okay. Well, you know, Zen Sports is obviously jumping into a, a, a an ocean full of sports books here in Tennessee. What, what made Tennessee and, you know, something that you guys wanted to, to dive into? So a few different things. The good thing about Tennessee is it's always the top 10 in handle every, almost just about every month. So we were really excited about that. We also hope to launch our peer-to-peer -peer network in the next couple of months. We're just waiting for approval from the Tennessee SWAC and Tennessee is one of two states that allows that. So those were the two main reasons that we wanted to come into this, into the state. Listen, I understand all that you're dealing with right now, and I do not envy you for being at home doing this because I, I get it. Um, so we won't take too much of your time, but what we do want to know. Yeah, let me is, just uh, pick up my daughter. She's joining me. She was a little sick. Hey, today. perfectly fine. Listen, this way, this way she won't go. be crying. She's a little. Oh. Listen, not the first. Probably not the last time a, a host or a guest has had their their child on this show. So, welcome to the show. We appreciate you joining us. I think she's got something to say. Clearly, uh, and maybe right natural. <laughs> uh, un unfortunately, not old enough to make any wagers right now. But <laughs> that's a good thing. That's a good thing. She but tell us, tell us about this 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 bonus game because Terry talks about it, but can you give us a little bit more information about what it is? Cause I, I, I'm really not entirely sure. Sure. So in addition to the welcome bonus, uh, every month you can earn up to 3% cash back on your betting up to 3% cash back on your betting volume. So the more you bet, the more cash back you can get. And then we also have a great referral program where you can get a cash commission uh, up for up to 3% for your referrals first six months of betting. And that's all based on their betting volume. So it's 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 all cash that we offer offer in the form of rewards. Like I said, it's not like other sports books where you kind of have to roll it over into bets. We allow you to withdraw it, bet with it, do whatever you want with it. Gotcha. And tell us a little bit about the podcast network. I know again nothing. Well, but locks. Oh, go ahead. before we get into, I, I want to ask about nothing but locks. Now, are these your locks or are these her locks? How does this work? 
I wish you can give me better advice. No, they're they're my locks. Uh, and Robert Kowalski's our GM of sports betting. He's he's been a sports book uh, maker for gosh maybe over 20, 25 years. And we go through all all 16 games uh, when it's a full slate, uh, and then every other slate of games when there is buys. And we give odds, analysis, and we both make our picks. So so far, I'm pretty good to start the year. Uh, I believe I am 18 and 16, so just above 500. So. I'm doing well so far. <laughs> so take that. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, if you want to follow Zen Sports, it's at Zen Sports on Twitter. Uh, also at NBL Podcast. That's where you can find Allie and the Nothing But Locks podcast. They've got plenty of great betting information. And of course, make sure to listen to them, not to us. Uh, again, this past week, four and six, I'm I'm as as consistent as anyone can be. Don't listen in, to us. In, listen in to game. the so Don't listen to us. Make sure you check out this podcast because she's going to be a lot better than we are. I think yeah. so. We want to make sure that again, you guys are using the Main Street M A I N S. Unlimited five percent cash back on betting for the first fifteen days. Allie, thanks again for taking time with us. We really appreciate it. We look forward to using Zen Sports. It's going to be a lot of fun. Great, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Allie. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, a lot of college football to talk about. Deion Sanders, Lane Kiffin, and let's be honest, Mo. Is there any or are there? Any other characters in college football that we need to talk about? When you're talking about Dion and Lane in one segment, I, I that's plenty. You, I think right? you probably got it all covered right there. Uh, so let's just let's just stick with those two because there's plenty of, there's plenty to get to in it. So we'll be we'll be right back here on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bond and Joint. Right after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. With Lee Company Technology, the best handymen are hands-off. Lee Company Techs have been using visual findings and other smart technology tools for years to add transparency and virtually take customers along. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on a roof. With Lee Company, technology helps us help you, no matter what's happening in the world or at your house. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Mockingbird Title and Escrow is an attorney-owned and operated full-service title company in Middle Tennessee. We get your deals closed without worry and fuss. We're a family business that offers the highest level of expertise in our industry when it comes to closing and funding your real estate transactions. 
And it's it's a job I really love. Uh, I'm passionate about this. I'm enthusiastic about this. I like to think we're pretty well-rounded and can deal with a wide range of, of needs and a wide range of clients. Call 615-274-8698 today. You can't see the sights without the sounds. From the crack of the bat to the roar of the crowd and everything in between, discover what Hit City has to offer. Spend your nights cheering on the Nashville sounds at First Horizon Park with giveaways, fireworks shows, theme weekends, and more. Single game tickets are on sale now. Visit NashvilleSounds.com to claim your seat today. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service and our ortho quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Uh, Chris Yao and Mo Patton. Uh, Mo, I said we were going to talk about college football, but <laughs> but the Bears defensive coordinator Allen Williams has resigned his position Ooh. with Ooh. the Bears and. Hmm. Chicago Sports News saying he's left the team for personal reasons. According to John Zagul, sources familiar with the situation, both Hallis Hall and Allen's Williams home have been raided in connection with an undisclosed incident at John Z Sports. Allen Williams' home was raided Sunday night after the team's week one loss. Hallis Hall was raided this morning. Hmm. I have no idea. He is under investigation with the FBI, rumors are saying. I mean, this is... Hmm. This is wild. Doesn't sound very good either. No. No, this is... this, This is... Insane. So, yeah, there's that. Um, okay. Now, <laughs> yeah, that's just some breaking news. That's that, that that's that's taking place. Let's go into what we heard from Deion Sanders. We talked earlier this week, obviously, about the the Colorado State Colorado game and the hit and you know, Travis Hunter's lacerated liver and all the things. Deion Sanders. Uh, Deion Sanders, the adult in the room, heard which of some heard of some unfortunate situations where perhaps this this young man had been receiving death threats and and, and other threats, physical harm, etc., and uh, addressed the situation yesterday at his press conference. Henry Blackburn is a good player who played a phenomenal game. He made a tremendous uh, hit on Travis on the sideline. You could call it dirty. You could call it he was just playing the game of football. But whatever it was, it does not constitute that he should be receiving death threats. That that's This is still a young man trying to make it in life, a guy that's trying to 
live his dream and hopefully graduate with honors or degree, uh, committed to excellence and go to the NFL. He does not deserve a death threat over a game. At the end of the day, this is a game. Someone must win. Someone must lose. Everybody continues their life the next day. Very unfortunate. I'm saddened if there's any of our fans that's on the other side of those threats. I would hope and pray not. But that kid was just playing the best of his ability, and he made a mistake. So I forgive him. See you. Um, our team forgive him. Um, Travis is he's forgiven him. Let's move on. But that kid does not deserve that. Like I said, Dion's the adult in the room in this situation here. Um, what whatever Henry Blackburn does deserve, it's not death threats, and that's being irresponsible at best on somebody's part. You know, that's. It, just a game. Now, I mean, Travis Hunter got hurt and hurt, you know, badly enough that he's going to miss some games. And 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 I still feel like Henry Blackburn should miss as many games as Travis Hunter does, to be honest. But that's taking it beyond, you know, above and beyond. Yeah, no question. And, and, and I love that, you know, Dion. We, we forgive it. Uh, Travis Hunter said it was just a football play. And, you know, I love the maturity that you're seeing, which, by the way, maturity that most, well, all the naysayers did not expect from this team or this coach. Tons of maturity. And I think that you've – got to give credit where credit is due in that regard. Well done by all parties here. I, I still think Jay Norvell probably brushed it off a little too easily. I think I would have liked to have seen Jay say, yeah, we've, we've seen it. We feel like, you know, that's, that's not a play that we can – that 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 we teach our kids to make, or we want our kids to make, or that we condone, and we're gonna and we're gonna take care of it, you know, in house. We're gonna it's we're gonna handle it internally, and 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 here's the thing: you could say that and not do and anything. not do anything. We're handling it internally, Henry. Don't do that again. And it's handled. handled. <laughs> no, I Instead, mean, you could say that, but he's doubled down, and I don't love it. Well, he doubled down, and and he referred to it as a bang bang play. Yeah, it was anything but that. I mean, so, yeah, it was it was bang bang. It was the ball hit the turf, bang, bang, and then bang, the player. Yeah, hit, hit Travis Hunter. So yeah, I, look, I, well done, Dion. Well done, Travis Hunter. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Travis Hunter's live stream or not, but this is this stuff is this this is fantastic stuff. Wearing a giraffe onesie yesterday, he got a PlayStation controller pillow on his bed. Dude is making plenty of money. On Twitch, he ain't worried about nothing else. Yeah, and he's like, listen, I'm just, I'm about to sit here for three weeks and 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 make some cash. Now, is he going to be upset that he's not going to get to play with his with his team against Oregon and USC? Absolutely, no he's mad. Yeah. You know who's even more mad? Deion Sanders, because they need him. They're going to need him Saturday at Austin Stadium. 
Unfortunately, they're not going to have it. your Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, well, my preseason Heisman Trophy winner right now is Michael Penix, and I don't think anybody else will question that. I think I, I think that's about that's chalk right now, though. Michael is, but I do think that Bo's going to put up some numbers this week. I think I think more than he would have more than he would have if Travis Hunter were on the other side of the field. I think that this is a this is not a game that Colorado needed to see their best player and perhaps one of the best players in the country not play. Right. So that's tough. Tough loss for Colorado, and it's not going it's, to – it's certainly not ideal for, for this weekend. Hey, drop him back just a second. Sure. Um, Bears – former Bears defense coordinator Alan Williams has put out a statement this afternoon. Um it's with great regret that I tender my resignation effective immediately. I'm taking a step back to take care of my health and my family. I appreciate the opportunity to work with the Chicago Bears, a storied NFL franchise with a rich history. The McCaskey family is first class and second to none. I would also like to thank Coach Matt Eberfluss and General Manager Ryan Poles for giving me the opportunity to come to Chicago. Would also like to thank President Kevin Warren, the coaches and players of which I value the relationships and camaraderie. I value the NFL Shield and all that it stands for. And after taking some time to address my health, I plan to come back and coach again. So that's it's health related. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's sure it's uh, the, the, there's there are health issues involved. Um, man, um, he was put on indefinite leave after a quote death in the family after week one. Did not travel to this weekend's game at Tampa, by the way. So this has likely been ongoing. Yeah, well, like I said, he was put on indefinite leave after week one. Okay. So he, he for for a quote death in the family. Now, the Bears are saying that Hallis Hall was not rated. Now, I think the term raid is probably what's in question here. Not that law enforcement officials were at the facility. So, yeah, I, I guess your, your your definition of rain mm, has to I, be. I, I think I think hairs are being split. Perhaps on this one. It, it's this is an this is an absolute just Bizarre. insane situation. Wow. Whew. Let's talk. Raid is defined by a sudden invasion by officers of the law. So maybe they're questioning whether how sudden it was. Maybe they knew they were coming. Maybe so it wasn't was, an invasion. Maybe they let them in. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. That's yeah, maybe. We, yeah, maybe we need to get a definition of invasion <laughs> real quick, huh? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> what? Hmm. How, what does? What exactly? What? What? <laughs> that. That word, I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I, uh... mm, this is crazy. This, this really is, and, and again, 
between between Mel Tucker and this and what a football mm. season off the field we have had. Mm. And we're not even a month in. We're not a month in. This is nuts. I mean an invasion is an unwelcome intrusion into another's domain. Okay. Or an incursion by a large number of people or things into a place or sphere of activity. So, just, so if it wasn't unwelcome and it wasn't sudden, then maybe it's not a raid. Maybe they say, hey, come on in, check it out. We got nothing to hide. And whatever you find, we had nothing to do with. So, there you go. Yeah. Ha. Huh. Mm. Anyway. I mean, hopefully we'll have more information on this tomorrow. Sure. Perhaps we can we can dive into it. But my goodness, what a Oof. what a wild situation. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about Lane Kiffin, and you want to talk about wild situations? This guy plays mind games with the best of them. Seriously. And he's so smooth with it. I mean, he, he's, he's making comments that are getting reporters in Tuscaloosa to ask Nick Saban questions they know the darn answer to. <laughs> so who is your defensive coordinator anyway? I, heck if I know. It's not it's, – I, look – I don't know. I don't know what Lane Kiffin's end goal is on this, other than to win the football game on on Saturday. And here's the thing. I think this is all part of it. This is this is trying to distract from you know preparation. This is a an opportunity for Lane because I'm here to tell you, Lane Kiffin thinks he's going to win this game. He feels really really confident about this. Well, I mean, with everything that you've said about Alabama over the past two weeks, I mean, plus the fact that why should he not? Plus the fact that his defensive coordinator was Alabama's defensive coordinator last year and knows this team in and out. Now, does he have the Jimmys and Joes? He's certainly got the two better quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, he's got two quarterbacks way better than anybody else has got. <laughs> And clearly, Spencer Sanders got out while the getting was good in, in Oklahoma City. Or, Oak, I'm sorry, at Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Yeah. So, uh, mm. Lane Kiffin is, a, is an expert at this kind of thing. And you say he's so smooth because he says things in a way that he has plausible deniability. And yet, he absolutely said what you think he said. <laughs> Without question. And that's what's, I mean, that is, that is a, that's a thing of beauty. And he's got that, he's got that Eddie Haskell to him. Yeah, he absolutely does. He's got a lot of all shucks. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it just blows my mind how how he's been able to. And again, 
This is a guy who has plenty of experience. How he's been able to finesse social media, how he's been able to create not hysteria, but he certainly creates narratives with his social media. Chaos a little bit. It's a little bit of chaos. And and he 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 has a way with all of that of getting under people's skin without necessarily being malicious about it. That's right. That's the thing. It's yeah, he's, he, I'm not out to hurt anybody. I'm just telling you what I think, folks. That's and, and it goes tact. back to that all shucks thing. You know, it's hey, called tact. What, 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 is what that is. Huh? That is the ability to. Uh, I'm just telling you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't mean nothing by it. Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just no, telling you. A lot of no offense in, involved. Mm. <laughs> Which means there's definite offense. But here's. Here's the fact. Lane Kiffin's going to win this football game. And where is it? In Tuscaloosa. Lane Ooh. Kiffin's going to win this football Ooh. game. Ooh. And again, I think Ole Miss has an opportunity to play for a SEC title this year. Just because they, they uh, I mean, it's a quarterback-driven sport, and they've got and they've two got two of them that are really <laughs> as, good. as opposed to Alabama, who has none. Who has none. <laughs> and so I feel like that's kind of a, that's a big factor in this. And Alabama's offense is anemic against any type of defense with pressure, and they're going to put pressure on them. Okay, so here's the deal. Go for it. They play at Tuscaloosa this weekend. Then they got LSU coming to them next weekend. That's tough. Then they got Arkansas coming to them the following weekend. Um, just continuing your narrative, Alabama has no quarterback, but LSU does and Arkansas does. If they can get out of that. Even two and one. Yeah. Then they're open. Particularly if the one is Arkansas. Then they're open the second weekend in October. And then they finish up at Auburn, Vanderbilt in Oxford, A&M in Oxford, at Georgia, which isn't a game that hurts them even if they lose it. Um, well, Louisiana, Monroe, and Mississippi State. Well, depending on if they if they go three and zero against LSU and Alabama, LSU and Arkansas, then they're they're going to win these or West. The West. Hmm. Now again, that's a that's a brutal stretch. That is, but they got two of them at home. Two of them are at home, and and the one on the road is the one that you think they're most likely to win. I do. So. I think Ole Miss outscores Alabama, if nothing else. I think it, 
you know, I, I don't think Alabama can score a bunch of points, but even if they did, I think Ole Miss could score more. Against Alabama's defense. Against their defense. Hmm. So. It's going to bear watching. I, it certainly will, and 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 it's it, even more so at Lane underscore Kiffin, uh, who tweeted what who, who subtweeted Alabama with a a Taylor Swift quote tweet of her performing Castles Crumbling. <laughs> no. The guy's social media savant. An absolute savant. That's hilarious. It really is. The and castle's not only is crumbling, huh? Specifically. Mm. Insane. So man. Th- what you're saying is we're going to get the answer this weekend of what a cornered Nick Saban looks like. You know what I think we're going to get? We're going to get a, we're going to get a really good look at whether or not 2023 Nick Saban is the same 20 same guy as 2018 Nick Saban. And I don't think he is. I think this is a guy who's who's purchased a, a vacation home in the tropics. I think this is a guy. I don't. I'm not saying Nick Saban's checked out, but I certainly think he has Nick Saban checked out. No, I I think he's. I think the door is open. I don't think he's got a foot out, but I think it's open. And whether or not he puts his foot out will depend a lot on the next three games, four games. Because I know they have – they've got Ole Miss, A&M. Mississippi State in between in Starkville. And then Tennessee. And then Arkansas and Tennessee. So, at Mississippi State, at A&M, at home against Arkansas, at home against Tennessee. Open at home against LSU. At home against Arkansas helps. I think that's a game they could have lost on the road. But again, I mean, I, this is certainly – Alabama's not in the same situation Clemson's in. We're going to learn a lot about Clemson this weekend. A lot of folks out there with the dab but Obama stuff because they think Nick Saban's checked out. Well, I Which think is, if – is that Lane Kiffin's end game it to is. get back to Tuscaloosa? It is. And it's far more likely that Lane Kiffin is the head coach at Alabama than Dabo, Dabo Sweeney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, could you? It, Lane Kiffin at Alabama becomes mm. one of the best storylines in all of college football. It's a Dion-level storyline. It's not just a storyline, though. I think it... I don't know if it's a game-changer to the degree that it looks like Deion Sanders at Colorado is, but, you know, to bring this segment full circle, but 
Lane Kiffin at a national name brand like Alabama. And and Talk obviously he's dangerous. He's obviously been there before. He's been yeah, and, and he's probably got and he was his circle of support there still. He, and but I mean he's been at a national brand, but he was a different Lane Kiffin. Mm-hmm. USC Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss Lane Kiffin. They're not even the same people. guy. They're different people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you, you go look on Twitter. There's mm-hmm. a there there's a video of Nick Saban and Lane Kiffin side by side talking over one another, and it is the exact same demeanor. It is <laughs> he's almost trying to emulate Nick Saban in his press conferences. And because, look, he's the greatest coach of all time. Why wouldn't you emulate everything he does? Lane's been there. Lane knows how to get under Nick's skin, mm-hmm. I think. Like, like nobody else. And, I and I guarantee you that he, <laughs> texted, that he texted Nick right after that question was asked and said, gotcha. You don't think that he that, that, that he and, and Nick's going this son of a. I mean that's exactly what's happening, mm-hmm. and, and and Nick's got to go out there and act mad, knowing what's going on. It's it it, it it is a remarkable situation that we find ourselves in in college football right now. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of wild and wacky. Yeah, no doubt. We let's let's take a break. Wild and Wacky Wednesday, the weirdest and wildest news from across the world coming your way here in just a moment. So stick around. Main Street Sports today is presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be back in a moment. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. With Lee Company Technology, the best handymen are hands-off. Lee Company Techs have been using visual findings and other smart technology tools for years to add transparency and virtually take customers along. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on a roof. With Lee Company, technology helps us help you, no matter what's happening in the world or at your house. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Mockingbird Title and Escrow is an attorney-owned and operated full-service title company in Middle Tennessee. We get your deals closed without worry and fuss. We're a family business that offers the highest level of expertise in our industry when it comes to closing and funding your real estate transactions. 
And it's it's a job I really love. Uh, I'm passionate about this. I'm enthusiastic about this. I like to think we're pretty well-rounded and can deal with a wide range of, of needs and a wide range of clients. Call 615-274-8698 today. You can't see the sights without the sounds. From the crack of the bat to the roar of the crowd and everything in between, discover what Hit City has to offer. Spend your nights cheering on the Nashville sounds at First Horizon Park with giveaways, fireworks shows, theme weekends, and more. Single game tickets are on sale now. Visit NashvilleSounds.com to claim your seat today. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service and our ortho quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. She's on Thinking Out Loud, presented by Regions, and out of pocket with Alyssa Lang. It is, in fact, Alyssa, Alyssa Lang. I'm a little nervous. I'm going to lower the bar for guests now. Oh, I'm no. like, apologies in advance. It sounds like CC Commissioner Greg Sankey. You got that radio voice. I know. It's a good sound. I the radio, too. As do we. And then here's the other thing. You guys, you're spot on with the name. Everybody wants to be on Main Street. Everybody wants to be on Main Street. so And we reach every Main Street in Middle Tennessee, Coach? Yeah, that's it. So Perfect. when you are on Main Street and you are moving. you got to love it. Like you're moving. I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone. Time now to take you to the weirdest and wildest news from across the world here on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We are in the Lee Company studio. Make sure to scan that QR code in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen and go see what Lee Company can do for you, whether it's plumbing, heating, electric, garage doors, as we've noted. They can help you with all of it. Mo, we start... With a Vermont armed robbery suspect who, if Paul Revere were chasing him today, would have been very confused. He would not have known what to do when they put all three lanterns up. Because oh, this was a man, third lantern. Okay. This man eluded capture in the past week in a vehicle, on a bike, and a stolen sailboat. One if by land, two if by sea, uh, three if by all. Planes, trains, and automobiles, right? Yeah, okay. I think he was trying to uh, prepare for a decathlon. <laughs> Goodness gracious. And a boat? <laughs> a boat and all. So he was actually spotted in a kayak. <laughs> this is phenomenal. 52-year-old Eric Edson was wanted on accusations of a robbery of a store in Burlington, Vermont, on August 24th. 
Also, impeding and assaulting two police officers, the theft of a sailboat and vehicles. <laughs> because of the unusualness of Mr. Edson's various modes of flight, from cars to bikes to paddleboards to sailboats to tractors, it's easy to lose sight of the fact that Mr. Edson is a dangerous person. So, where was he on the kayak? I mean, was he on, on a, a lake? He was on a river. On a river. Now, he stole a sailboat from Champlain, police said. He was intercepted by Coast Guard, but the sailboat uh, ran aground at the base of the lakeside cliffs, and he took off. <laughs> and apparently got well, away. Well, I, I imagine Coast Guard probably isn't prepared to chase someone on foot, so, yeah. But they did find the case. How, how was he caught? He was spotted Thursday uh, after a tip was received by Vermont State Police as he was spotted in a kayak on the Lamoille River in Georgia, Vermont, about 21 miles away from Burlington. He landed the kayak, ran away, jumped into the river, swam to the shore, because again, training for that Triathlon. decathlon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he was arrested by troopers and game wardens. He was taken to the hospital to be evaluated for injuries. And uh, he is apparently not being represented by an attorney at this point. But that is a trip. Literally. <laughs> that, is, that is absolutely wild. Uh, let's see here. Do you want to go to Michigan or do you want to go across the pond? Let's, let's go to Michigan. Bagley Township. Badly. in Michigan. A woman was rescued Tuesday after she was attempting to retrieve her Apple Watch and became trapped. Her name was not released, but she lowered herself inside an outhouse toilet oh. after she dropped the watch into the Department of Natural Resources boat launch at Dixon Lake. Yep, first responders were calling the woman was heard yelling for help. The toilet was removed and a strap was used to haul the woman out. If you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, do not attempt to venture inside the containment area. Serious injury may occur. I just don't think I want it that bad. <laughs> I'll file a claim. Um, <laughs> I'll file a claim. This, you're not worth it. I'm sorry. Mm. You're just not. I, I, I'll get me another one. Not personal. Just strictly business. <laughs> so, yeah, don't be going. Don't, no. if, you, if you lose your Apple Watch in an outhouse, just Then you just, just lose your Apple Watch in just, an outhouse. Just leave it be and trust us. Yeah. Let's jump the pond here as we go to Lincolnshire, England. It seemed a concerned onlooker in Lincolnshire took a yoga pose a little too seriously. Mm -hmm. Facebook post by Seascape Cafe at the Observatory, a cafe that is also a community space, art gallery, and exercise studio. Elise rushed to the business shortly after a yoga class wrapped on Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. because a concerned passerby mistook their final resting position the entire class was participating in for a mass killing. The pose they were doing? Then we're done. The corpse. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the final resting pose known as the corpse pose or... Savasana typically occurs at the end of a yoga class in which people lie on their backs with their eyes closed in order to sink into a meditative state. 
The unidentified person reported a mass killing in our building, having seen several people laying on the floor, which actually turned out to be a yoga class. I guess they were not very meditative once law enforcement arrived. Oh, you want to talk about going from a meditative state to that? I'm going to need another yoga class. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I am not relaxed, in fact. Yeah. Oh, man. That is, that, that's wild. No Florida? No, no Florida. Well, let's see here. Come on, let's now. just Google Florida man we, and we, see what we, happens. We have a reputation to uphold. Unfortunately, nothing funny. A Florida man apparently shot his neighbor who was trimming trees. Oh, no, that's not funny at all. I, I saw that. Um... Yeah. A greedy alligator steals Florida man's lawn chair. <laughs> that's right there with the Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once you lose that, that that's, that's that lawn chair's gone. Yeah. Uh, Florida man. Florida man sets fire to car belonging to his ex-girlfriend, who also happens to be his cousin. Yes, that's in Miami, not in Alabama. Go mm. figure. Mm. So, there you go. Well, just uh, because it was in Miami doesn't mean they're, they're from not from. Yeah, Miami. that's true. Yeah. That's true. From Florida to Alaska, we go. <laughs> where two bears on an Alaska military base raided a Krispy Kreme donut van that was stopped outside a convenience store during its delivery route. <laughs> well, the deliveries ended there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the last delivery made by that Krispy Kreme donut van <laughs> that day. Got to go back and reload. Y'all re just going to have to do without. Sorry, nothing personal. And, and here's the thing: you're in Alaska, so going back probably not an option. Yeah, I mean because you're—I mean you're likely just far, so far away. The driver usually left his doors open when he stopped at the store, but this time, uh, I would say that habit has been ended. <laughs> This time, a, a sow and one of her cubs that loitered nearby sauntered inside where they stayed for probably 20 minutes. Of course they did, because then they took a nap. <laughs> we heard these were pretty good. <laughs> I was beating on the van, and they're not moving, and I wouldn't have either. You beat on the van all day. I, I'm staying right here. When the bears couldn't be roused, base security was called. Sounded sirens meant to scare, sounded sirens meant to scare the bears. Uh, they eventually came out, wandered in front of the convenience store and gas station a bit before heading into the woods. Completely. See, this is like that ducks eat for free at Subway thing. <laughs> bears apparently eat at Krispy Kreme for free. Zero accountability for these bears. I don't make the rules. <laughs> Zero accountability. <laughs> now, what you going to do? We're cautious when we come in and when we leave, and when we take the garbage out, we do it in pairs, especially if it's dark. Not because they're afraid of being robbed. Well, <laughs> well, by humans. <laughs> they're only afraid of being robbed by bears. by bears. The good thing is you can just throw the trash and be like, here, and, and, and they'll, they'll leave you alone, typically. <laughs> you are. Oh, golly. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Mm, That's mm, a beautiful, mm. beautiful thing. I, I, I love this kind of stuff. I really do. I, 
a gator missing its upper lip or upper jaw and nose has been adopted by a woman because, well, it can't bite you. Wow. It lost its, uh, lost its upper jaw and, and nose and probably a bite or a propeller from a boat or something. Hmm. They said, sure. Wow. How do they eat? Do they? How do they eat? Uh, I guess you would just put something in their mouth. I don't know. Just let I mean, it. They got a chew. Well, I mean, it's been adopted by a wildlife agency, so they're all good now. Oh. All right, that's it for Wild and Wacky Wednesday. We've got plenty of stuff coming up tomorrow. It's Coach's Corner and Preps Thursday. We're going to talk with Scott Stidham mm -hmm. tomorrow of Independence after their big win up at Beach. They've got a big one this week against their, their big win in regulation. Yeah, up at okay. Beach. Didn't have to go to overtime to get that one. Uh, and now they've got Will Hester and the Ravenwood Raptors coming to town. So that's going to be a really exciting football game. We'll talk to him about both of those. We'll also will pick 10 of the biggest high school games from across the uh, mid-state. So don't forget that as well. Plenty of exciting stuff tomorrow. Looking forward to it. The picks, not so much. Well, Stidham. Sure, he's he's always fun. Yeah, our, our picks have not been great high school or college to this point. Mm -hmm. uh, but hope springs eternal. We're only halfway through the season. There we go. Don't forget the uh, the preview show. High school football preview show is is, is later today. Main Street Murray area preview show will air tomorrow at six o'clock, and we'll be. Getting ready for that here in just a moment. So all of that, again, coming your way tomorrow on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bond Joint. Thanks to uh, Allie Melnicki. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to say that one. I don't know, I don't know why. It's Mel really Nicky. not. It's just it, yeah. Allie Melnicki. Of course, uh, every day we get our, our friends from Titan Insider and Terry McCormick. And, of course, Every Wednesday, Heather Williams talking NASCAR. If you missed any part of the show, go back and watch it. You can see it on MainStreetMediaTV.com. Download the app on your iPhone, Android, Roku, Apple TV, or Fire Stick device. And, of course, MainStreetMedia or MainStreetSportsToday.com. We'll see you guys tomorrow.